Didn't well, ladies and gentlemen, it only took 10 minutes and my co-host is already taking digs at me already. And so... Testing one, two, one, two. Welcome back to Mint Money, your guide for personal finance in the Mint. I'm happily able to be joined by my coworker, Kevin. Kevin, say hello. Hello, everyone. So I'm happy to bring to everyone watching this episode or listening to this episode, this nice little rebrand. We are live in person in Midland, Michigan, where we are recording this episode. And we want to do a little bit of a rebrand. You know, this podcast has been in season for three seasons now. And we're looking to go freshen things up a little bit. And so we have an amazing intro episode with Kevin. Get to know a little bit behind myself and Kevin a little bit closer and uh, dive in a little bit further. And so, Kevin, I think that we initially met back in 2015, 2016, when I was still a young strapling student at CMU, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I ended up seeing like a magazine article yourself, private banking being brought to Midland. And so... You've always been in Michigan. I think uh, you may have roots back to Colorado, maybe, or yep. some stops along the, along the way. Yeah, so grew up in Michigan, uh, grew up in Saginaw, lived there for 18 years, graduated from Heritage High School, and I really had the bug, more than anything, to go skiing. Um, so went out west, went to Colorado, um, and lived in Colorado for about nine years, and uh, got my education out there, lived in Denver, started my professional career before coming back to Michigan in my late 20s. Yep. So skiing or snowboarding? Skiing, definitely. Skiing. Okay. I tried <laughs> snowboarding. Um, a, it, it's challenging, and B, I hurt my head, so I was out. Yeah. <laughs> I could I could certainly see that, and so uh, I've heard some funny analogies now. I've heard that Michigan still has some great skiing, but nothing like the elevation you find out in Colorado. So Yeah, I mean, it's a, a great place. A um, little more about myself. I have three kids, um, and I've been married for almost 20 years now. Um, gotten all my kids out on skis now, and uh, it's a great place to learn, um, Michigan is. And there's some challenging terrain, uh, but more than anything, when you're young, you just need to get turns, and you can do that um, really well in Michigan. Oh, sure, yeah. And just as full disclosure, you're not in private bank anymore. No. You're at TriStar, and so what brought you over to TriStar? Yeah. Um, so like you said, I was at um, Chemical Bank prior to joining TriStar. I was there for seven years, and I joined there to start private banking. Um, which existed within our wealth management arm. Sometimes private banking is like a lending-based um, uh, department, but this was a wealth management-based department. So I started that at Chemical Bank. I was there for seven years. Things went uh, very well um, and always knew that if anything had changed significantly with that institution, that really TriStar was the place I wanted to be because I had gotten to know one of the founders, um, Gene Pickleman, um, through the Saginaw County Chamber of Commerce. So when an opportunity presented itself um, at TriStar, I jumped at it, and I've been here five and a half years now, loving every minute of it. Easy transition, because I basically just walked across the street, because as you know, we're on the same block um, as where my former office was. Yep. Now it's certainly crazy to go see that transition, and time certainly flies by, too. It feels like just like... Uh Yesterday, because obviously we knew each other seven, eight years back. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, Kevin's coming on board. Yeah. That's some good news. Yeah. And some great news. Definitely yeah. been helping out grow our Midland office to be mm -hmm. where it's at today. So it's fascinating. And so I think to help get the uh, help the audience know yourself and myself a little bit more, playing a little bit of this and that. And so for those who may not know, this or that is we go talk about, we present two topics and uh, have some friendly banter between either topic. And so 
Some are a little more elementary, but we're going to work our way up here a little bit. So, number one, Coke or Pepsi? So, for me, it's Coke. And very specifically, it would be the Mexican version of Coca-Cola within mm -hmm. the glass bottle, right? I mean, it just it's the original Coke. It's like the Coke from my youth. Sure. Um, I don't know. You probably don't remember, but there was a time maybe in the 80s, late 80s, when Coke released New Coke. Um, I don't think New Coke exists anymore, but um, it was not very good. A lot of people didn't care for it. So I'm definitely old school Coke. And if it's from Mexico, even better. I'm in the same, I'm in the same bandwagon too. But I think uh, another important question, though, is uh, what are your thoughts on the other flavors within Coke? And so Cherry yeah. Coke, Lime Coke, Vanilla yep. Coke. I haven't tried a lot of them. Cherry Coke, I'm a fan for mm -hmm. sure. Um, I'd rather, if I had my choice, though, I'm just sticking with straight original Coca-Cola. Mm -hmm. yep. Vanilla Coke's pretty good to go mix things in, but that's for sure. another conversation. Yeah, right. So uh, are you a takeout fan or are you a, a foodie and you can you can cook at home? Yeah, so I am a foodie. I'm not much of a chef. I don't mind cooking. Um, my wife would disagree um, with me there, but, um, you know, I don't, takeout's fine, but I just find that when you're, I'd much rather dine in the restaurant. Um, just the food coming to you warm on the plate. I find that it's presentation is a big part of the dining experience and being presented in a styrofoam um, container as opposed to on a plate, just a better experience for me. Yeah, I, I feel the same way as you. I really do like the experience when you're able to go, go to some of these more intimate restaurants. But yeah. for cooking, I'm a terrible cook. But when it comes to grill, I can grill some burgers, yeah. grill some hot dogs, yeah. throw some cereal on there. I can probably do that too. But yeah. Love being able to cook at least when I can in the summer sure. months. So uh, I'm great at whipping up some spaghetti. That's oh, like okay. That's my thing. Okay, yeah, it's pretty simple though. Make sure yeah. to remember that. So, uh, yeah. are you a cat or a dog fan? So, I love animals across the board. Um, we had three dogs before we had three kids. So, absolutely love dogs. Um, would love to get another dog. Jody and I, my wife, talk about it um, quite frequently. But there are a lot of responsibility. So. Love dogs, would love to get a dog, but we own two cats. Um, also love cats. We have uh, Bubba and Girl. <laughs> Those are their names, and they're fantastic. And mm -hmm. um, have a great time hanging out with them. And, mm -hmm. yep. Are they inside, outside? They're just inside. We let them outside from time to time. They love to go outdoors. They uh, sort of stand at the back door and meow and whine for us to let them out. But we only do it um, under under watch. So, like, if myself or one of the kids goes out with the cats, then, yeah, that works. Sure, they can have an absolute blast out there. My yeah. parents had, at one point, three cats in our in my childhood house. And so, big fan of cats. But I, I have one dog for myself. His yeah. name's Kona. He's half Old English Sheepdog, half Poodle. Okay. Love that dog. He's got... He's a, a crazy smart dog, but occasionally I kind of go think he's a little bit devious at times. But... <laughs> okay. He's always been a super, super nice dog. So. In what way is uh, he devious? So he can, uh, I think he can recognize when we bring pizza home. And so he kind of <laughs> stick like his nose into there, kind of sniffing around. Like he, he knows that something, you know, is out there now. Yeah. He hasn't luckily have gotten any bits of pizza, but we've been pretty smart not to leave it out. You know? Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. yeah. So budgeting. Budgeting is obviously very important to personal sure. finance. And so are you still pen and paper right down on a piece of paper or... Any favorite budgeting apps yeah. that are out there? So I've used a few different apps. I've tried Mint. I've tried Rocket Money. Um, I don't love any of them because they're a little clunky when it comes to like tracking spending. 
like you have to go back in and um, readjust like, um, you know, the categories and whatnot. So I don't love that aspect of it. So I'm much more of like an Excel spreadsheet sort of on the paper kind of guy. Um, and I really try to get um, Jody involved in that process too, but she's really not all that interested in the budget. So mm -hmm. now I'm a big Excel guy too. I couldn't help but vote upon some of those things too. And I think what's useful too, what a lot of other people may not think. And so I like to go look at my expenses on a percent basis too, because sometimes you'll be like, well, do I really need that $4, you know, chocolate shake that I could get at McDonald's? Sure. Well, relative to your budget, they may only make up a small percent. And so, you know, it's nice to go treat yourself every oh, yeah. once in a while. So yeah. I'm a big, big Excel guy too. Yeah. So got a lot of formulas, a lot of other good things on there too. So this next question is quite a, a polarizing topic, at least what I've seen internally within TriStar. And so yeah. what do you usually eat for breakfast? So I'm not a breakfast guy. If I eat breakfast, it's usually going to be scrambled eggs, mm -hmm. maybe some bacon and toast. So pretty simple. Yeah, all-American um, breakfast. Yeah, love to go to like Lasco's here in Midland. It's <gasps> mm -hmm. fantastic. The ham in particular um, is really is great. Good. Um, so love breakfast food, maybe not at breakfast time, though. I'm not a huge... Um, I'm more of like a coffee in the morning uh, kind of guy. I don't, I've never been great at eating breakfast Sure, at sure. breakfast time. So if you were to have breakfast at breakfast time, let me go paint a scenario. You're at your house. Yep. You're pouring your favorite bowl of cereal. Do you put the milk in the bowl or do you put the milk in a cup to the side of the bowl? Yeah, absolutely. I've never even heard of <laughs> milk outside the bowl. Sounds crazy to me. Um, so absolutely in the bowl. Um there's no other way to do it. Is there another option? I guess I didn't. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it only took 10 minutes and my co-host is already taking digs at me already. And so I prefer milk. I prefer milk on the side. You know, maybe that's just with some of the cereals that I've tried, but that's my own little tongue and taste with my own little twist on it. But it suits me pretty well yeah. and I enjoy it, but I could certainly see with some cereals, you know, maybe putting milk in the bowl. But yeah. again, a polarizing topic. I've yeah. seen well, I've seen a couple other people in my camp too, but... I, I tell you, the one thing I, I could see milk on the side, particularly with a bowl of like fruity pebbles, mm -hmm. because they turn to mush in like oh, 15 sure. seconds. So Ruins them. Yeah. I can see the benefit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, next question. So, your favorite sports team, Kevin, has two possible options. So, you win the championship, but then you have a losing season every year for the next 10 years, mm -hmm. next decade, or your sports team gets to the championship every single year, but loses. Okay. So, I'm a Lions fan. <laughs> So we've been losing for like almost 70 years at this point. So I'd be, I would love to win one year and I definitely would sacrifice the next 10. No questions about it because I'm so used to um, supporting a team that I think myself and I think Lions fans, like what we saw throughout like the playoffs and throughout their run um, are really dedicated and loyal fans. And we saw it throughout the season when they'd go to play away and fans from Detroit were all over the stands um, rooting for our team. So um, I was really disappointed when we um, fell out of the playoffs this year. But hopefully it's a sign of things to come. But brief answer to your question, I'd absolutely sacrifice 10 years for one winning season. I couldn't agree enough. I feel like making it to the championship, mm -hmm. you're acknowledging that you're a good team but not being able to really get across the goal line or the finish line, I feel yeah. like that's a heartbreaker. Yeah. And going back to your Lions comment, I felt terrible because I stopped watching that game at halftime against yeah. the 49ers. I and I'm too. like, this is good. We've got it. We're going to the Super Bowl, going yeah. to Las Vegas, which would be a week from now oh, for yeah. recording. But uh, unfortunately, maybe they might have to wait till next year. Yeah. I, in the third quarter, 
I think we all get that as Lions fans, right? You're watching a game and you're like, oh, here they go again. And you think things are about to fall apart. What was unique about this year is that things never think we, things were working for us. Um, but in that third quarter, I just got this sinking feeling of doom. Sort and <laughs> so I turned it off. I was trying to change the mojo. I'm a little superstitious in that regards. When I watched the Lions, took my jersey off, went into a different room, thought it would change uh, the outcome of things, but unfortunately, it didn't. So you gotta wait till next year. Unfortunately, now. Yeah. Sticking with the the watching theme here for a second, but now going over to the streaming conversation. So a million different streamers out there, but I think unequivocally the two most popular are Netflix and what used to be called HBO Max, but it's called Max now. And yeah. so if you had to go way in, which is your more favorite streaming service? Yeah, that's a really tough one because they're both great. Although I would say so HBO, like when you think of like their top notch shows, their series the best for me, right? You think about like Game of Thrones, Sopranos, um, Leftovers, which was a show a lot of people didn't watch, but I really enjoyed. Um, so like their top notch, I feel like is better. But if I had to say like across the board, I think Netflix provides more content. So if I had to choose only one, I'd probably choose Netflix, probably just because I'd get more time out of it than I would out of, um, which by the way, Naming it Max, dropping the HBO name was a little crazy to me. Um, I don't know. I just feel like HBO felt like the mm -hmm. more um, recognizable brand. So well, I was we, a little You had that brand for 50 years. And yeah. so I was uh, a little bit confused with that. But my degree is not in marketing. And so I trust that they you know, probably made the great decision right. in regards to that. But I would agree with your sentiment. Like HBO really does have <laughs> HBO. Max really does have a lot of really good content. When you go sure. think about the budgets for their shows, the selection, it's great. But you can't beat the... The library that Netflix has. Yeah. Yep. Shows on nearly any single topic, and they're just continuing to go be a, a giant. I've been a happy subscriber of Netflix for 10 years now. So yeah, I can easily see myself 10, 20 years down the road, too. Me, too. No doubt. Yep. So moving into the drink side of the this or that. So are you, I think I know that you're a bourbon fan, but would you prefer bourbon over gin? Yeah. It, <clears throat> That's a tough one. It probably and, depends. And this, and this could yeah. be a la carte, so right. So this could be by itself, or you can go put it in a in a mixed drink of some sort. Yeah. So I, I've never drank gin straight. I don't think so. If I if it was just straight up, I would definitely choose bourbon. Um, but honestly, bourbon for me is more of like a winter fall winter drink. Excuse me. Where gin is more your spring summer refreshing um, kind of drink. So for me, it's probably I love them both. If I had to choose one, honestly, it would probably be bourbon. Um, but thankfully, I don't have to just choose one. So I just uh, enjoy both. There's an yeah. endless amount of spirits out there, right. one for each person out there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm actually a, a bigger gin guy, but with gin, it's really just for mixed drinks. Yeah. I uh, I find it tough for myself to drink pretty much anything straight up. And so yeah. for gin, my drink of choice is Tom Collins. Okay. Love them in the summer. Love them all year round. Yeah. One of my favorite drinks out there. So, is there, and I know we're not like sponsored by any <laughs> brands yet, right? But is there a particular gin that you really like, a brand that you like? Love the well kinds. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Whatever's cheap there. So, okay. uh, last one, a little bit tantalizing, uh, will also be similar to the cereal question that I asked earlier, Kevin, but Midland or Saginaw? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a tough one. I love my. Real quick answer would be Great Lakes Bay region across the board, right? So grew up in Saginaw, lived there, like I said, for many, many years. Um, 
married my wife there, raised and had all of our children there. So absolutely love Saginaw. My parents still live there. Um, I've worked in Midland now for um, almost 15 years. So this um, feels like home too and kind of had even before we moved here just about um, four years ago. So I'm a Great Lakes Bay region fan, whether it's Saginaw, Midland, Bay City. I love it all. And frankly, I don't see them as they all complement one another in different ways, right? Like different types of sports are um, played in different, you know, you've got hockey in Saginaw and you've got baseball over here in Midland, right? So that's a great complement for one another. So um, I look at it as a region and not really as separate places. Yeah, I got to take the easy way out on this one too. So I worked in Saginaw for four years prior to again being in Midland the last three years and both cities can really offer quite a parallel experience, you know, yep. whether you go think about from a food experience, from a sport experience too. So yep. you got hockey in Saginaw, got baseball in Midland. And I know that when you go further south, you know, maybe more towards metropolitan areas, more of the cities are a little bit more condensed together. Yep. And so it's very easy for two cities, you know, they may be different names, but they could be very similar in that sure. sort of sense too, being that they're only separated by X, Y, and Z distance. Yeah. So I'll go look at it again towards a region. Like my favorite pizza place is in Bay City. Look at okay. Brooklyn boys. Love okay, the pizza. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Can eat the garlic knots for days. But yep. if I go look at, if I'm looking for some Asian cuisine, I love going here in Midland. I love going to Asian Express. Yep. Love their takeout. My wife and I have been very, very loyal patrons last yeah. 10, 11 years. So, I mean, I guess it just depends what you're trying to look after. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. yep. It's a great place to live. Great place to raise a family. Um, I wouldn't have it any other way. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. I should make the disclaimer too that I am actually an Auburn, Michigan resident. So, but right. Midland, Michigan, my whole life, with the exception of four years when I was living overseas. But with that being said, that wraps up our this or that, this or that questions. And so I think this is uh, the end for our first podcast episode. Kevin, happy to have you on board. Thanks for having me. All right, looking forward to it. Mm -hmm.